Hi, I'm Louisa Warwick and I am a fashion model, influencer and business owner living in New York City. Yes. Um, and as a child, you were an athlete, which ties into so much of your later life. So I'd love to hear more about your childhood growing up and being an athlete. What did you were a runner, a swimmer? Yes, I was a runner and a swimmer. Um, I was a distance runner and I was a swimmer growing up. So, yeah, I mean, as you said, I was born in the UK. I. Uh, was I lived in a place called Winchester in Hampshire and I had a great upbringing. Um, I was an athlete growing up so um, at the age of 11 I was the youngest person from my city to make the national championships ever in swimming and then at the age of around 13 I started running a little bit. I did something called biathlon which is running and swimming and I won the national championships and from there I realized I was a better runner and I transitioned into running and by the age of 16, I competed for England for the first time in cross-country running, and it went from there. Awesome. So at 16, you hit a huge landmark in your running career, and only two years later, you went on to be on Britain's Next Top Model. What was that experience like, and how did you end up there? It was so cool. I loved the experience, and I met some really amazing girls on that show that I'm still friends with. Um, you know what it was? I had felt like I'd accomplished everything I wanted to in running and I knew I wanted to move to New York City. I had a place at NYU secured um, and I knew I wanted to also do modeling and what better than to do modeling in New York City, it's the fashion capital of the world. Um, so I went on Britain's Next Top Model and I had a great time, uh, met some amazing people and from there, I moved to New York City. I went to NYU, and after a year or two at NYU, I decided I wanted to go back into modeling. So I got my working visa, and going on that show really helped get my working visa for fashion modeling in the United States. How far did you get in the show? I reached, I don't remember, but I was one of the finalists. Um, I reached final 20, I think I came 11th. Nice. I think, okay. yeah. So that definitely like catapulted your modeling career. Yeah, it wasn't for sure. Like a quick stint. Yeah, I mean it was it was perfect for me because I was on the show long enough to get enough press to secure a, a visa here, but not on the show long enough where it was just an overwhelming amount of press. Where right. I, I I didn't want to be known as a girl that went on Britain's Next Top Model and that's all I did. So right. I like you know, timing-wise, it was perfect. I was on it long enough just to get a little bit, enough to get a working visa here, and that's when my career just catapulted in modeling. And you modeled while you were at NYU? Yes, I and did. And what were you studying at NYU? I studied sports management at NYU. So tying in the athleticism, you know, you're in New York, you're doing both. Yeah. And what was it like studying in school while doing modeling? It was it was tough. I mean, it's it's always it's it was stressful and it was tough balancing working full time as well as studying. Um, but I made it work, and I would schedule a lot of evening classes, so I was free in the daytime to work. And you know, you just make it work. Can you give us like a better visual of what your life as a model looks like? What did you, like you did? I know GQ and some other. Yeah, um, my first major campaign was with Calvin Klein. Um, I don't even remember what year that was, but that was that was at the time where Instagram was just 
beginning to emerge. So Calvin Klein was posting me on their Instagram as well as part of the, as part of this campaign. So it just kind of blew me up. Um, and then I did some modeling for GQ and that also really helped. So yeah, it was, uh, it was a really fun time. It was, you know, busy time, but it was fun. And you had it, so you had a positive experience. Yeah. Can you touch a little bit on though, you did get caught in the middle of some of the negative sides of the industry. Yeah. You know, there was a certain agency that wasn't paying you correctly, bouncing checks. The same agency was accused of, you know, sexual misconduct, right? Yes. So can you speak on that experience a little bit and being stuck in the middle of that? Yeah, of course. So I was signed to an agency in New York City, uh, a well-known modeling agency, and uh, the checks started bouncing. Um, so I took them to court. And did you just do that right away? Or did you feel like you're like, nope, no, no BS. <laughs> like, I'm going to call them out. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I hired a criminal lawyer and I hired a civil one and I just went after the guy and the agency no longer exists as a result. You know, you said you were on the early stages of Instagram. Yeah. So, you know, you were kind of, you were still in that classic modeling era that models were still models. Yeah. But then, you know, coming into a new wave of Instagram models and right. being a content creator and being yeah. an influencer. So how did you make that transition? I've always done both at the same time. So I've always worked as a fashion model and an influencer. The two go hand in hand. Um, and I could sort of see that coming very early on in my career. Um, I remember in you know 2014 through to 2016, there was a lot of up in the airness about whether fashion models should do sponsored posts. And I could see the model slash influencer thing becoming a long-term. Um, business so early on I was doing the paid posts um, and I think in the fashion industry a lot of models frowned upon doing paid sponsored posts on Instagram because I think they had the idea that oh I'm a fashion model I don't I'm not an Instagram model but fast forward to today every fashion model is also doing sponsored posts so Right. Yeah. And it probably helps elongate your career as a model because, you know, a fashion model has a much more short-lived career than someone who, you know, is selling themselves, like, right. as their life. Yeah. So your followers are following you no matter what age you are. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it, I, I've always found social media so fascinating, um, and that's why I started Social Acceleration Group, my company. Which very, like, right away after you graduated, right? Wasn't it like a couple of days or something? Yeah, it was 48 hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so very ambitious. Yeah, I mean, I graduated and, I, you know, like, my whole college career, I was working throughout it. So as soon as the college ended, I was like, okay, I need something to fill the time. Right, right. Yeah. You couldn't just do the influencing. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about Social Acceleration? Yeah, of course. So we started off as a marketing agency. Um, we worked with a lot of celebrities doing giveaways on Instagram. I'm sure you've seen them. Um, you know, we, give, we used to give away luxury handbags and we would do it once a month. And we did that for a little over a year. And then the pandemic hit and it seemed in poor taste to be giving away luxury handbags. So I navigated the company into doing PR and other forms of advertising and marketing. And so now we primarily do PR. So we get clients in the press and we've gotten a lot of clients verified on Instagram as a result of getting them press and put in the media. 
So who are some of your favorite clients to work with, if you can? Yeah, of course. So we work with a lot of fashion models. We work with a lot of influencers. We work with a lot of entrepreneurs and something we're doing now and what we'll be moving into the into the future is we are working with a lot of up-and-coming cities across America with entrepreneurs and business owners in those cities. My social acceleration group really changed during the pandemic. Um, you know, like I felt it was in poor taste to be giving away luxury handbags when, you know, at the height of the pandemic, right in the very beginning where there was no job security, you know, um, People didn't know what was going to happen with the economy, for example, so I transitioned away from doing giveaways to doing PR primarily with the company. So as a PR agency, what would you say sets Social Acceleration apart? I would say our main thing that sets Social Acceleration Group apart from other PR agencies is we don't require monthly retainers. Um, and as someone who has done PR in the past and as someone who works in PR and understands who my customer is, I find monthly retainers can be quite off-putting, especially to first-time clients. So we work as an e-commerce store, so clients can click on our website, socialaccelerationgroup.com, and literally buy press packages, any that they feel is needed for them. What's it like being on this side of PR where as as a model, I'm sure you had your own PR team. Yeah, yeah. So is that like, what's it like being on the different side of it? It's it's great. It's I mean, I still work as a fashion model and right. as an influencer. And then I also work on the complete other side in PR. So I sort of switch different uh, moods, I guess, depending on what day it is of right, the week, right. um, depending on what I'm doing. But it's interesting. I, I actually think the two go hand in hand really nicely because as someone who's experienced PR as an influencer and as a fashion model, I know what works and what doesn't work and Absolutely. know what clients want and what they don't want. So anything I've learned from that aspect of my life, I've applied it to Social Acceleration Group. So with all that being said, it's very exciting. Where do you see Social Acceleration in five years? In five years time, I see Social Acceleration Group um, scaled, um, working on a lot more projects in a lot more cities, not only in America, but around the world, having a lot more clients. And, you know, we primarily do PR at the moment, but I want to be doing more marketing and advertising as well. And where do you see yourself as a model and influencer? As a model and influencer, I, you know, I really enjoy it. I find it a very creative and enjoyable job. Um, I don't know where Instagram and social media is going to be in five years time. So I think it's just an industry that I'm going to monitor. And, you know, I, it's, it's enjoyable, but I'm not sure if I see a big future in influencing in the future. <laughs> as someone who has worked with Calvin Klein, which is super aspirational as a model and a normal person and anyone. Yes. Who is your dream brand to work with as of right now? I think Victoria's Secret. I think, and I say that because I, I, I love the brand I, and I've loved it over the years. Um, and they've gone through a lot of turmoil recently and I think it would be great to help take the brand back to where it used to be um, in terms of revenue and just help them with their new marketing initiative that they have going on yeah awesome yeah I could see that it, it would be it would be great to see them doing really well again right yeah and I'm sure as a model that was always something to aspire to as well yeah I mean absolutely I mean it's, it's just been sad to see a lot of their stores have closed down and 
things like that. It's just sad to see that happening to a business. So it'd be great to take it back to where it used to be. What was it like at such a young age going from being an athlete and living in that world to living in a very different world, but also a very similar world? Being an athlete, it kept me very grounded, kept me very focused. And I think that really helped when I was at NYU and as a fashion model influencer and business owner now. I think just being focused and having a good work ethic really goes a long way. Do you feel like you were like ever out of your element or did you feel like you were natural going into modeling and coming to New York? Was it always a, the right fit for you? Yeah, I mean, I li so I lived in London for a year before I moved to New York and I think that experience really helped me because I was independent and I was used to living in a big city by myself. Um, so I would say that helped. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess everything is, yeah, everything I've done at some point is a new career or a new venture I'm going on. So it can be a little scary at times, but I think you just have to decide what you love in life and what you want to do and just go for it. Just give it your all. You also ran the marathon so fast, like <laughs> sprinted the thing. So when did you run the marathon? Was it post-grad when you were working? I mean, you've always been working, obviously. Yeah. But post-college, like when do people, this is always my question. Yeah. Like how do people with full-time jobs have the time to like run 18 miles to train for a marathon. Yeah, so I've actually done the New York Marathon twice. So I did wow. it in 2018 when I was still at NYU and then I ran it in three hours 33 the first time. And then the second time was in 2019 and I graduated a few months before and I did it in three hours 23. So it was a great experience, but yes, it does require a lot of training. And because you're training so much, you're eating so much more, and uh, it's a tough experience. And especially on a woman, like a, a woman's body is, uh, it's, it, it really does take a toll. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do the marathon again. I might do, I'm not sure yet, but it's, it's a real effort. It's, right. you know, it's, you have, it's months and months of focus, dedication, training. For me, I know it takes me a year to get to my full fitness, so I'm training for a year out for the next one. Wow. Yeah, so it's tough. It's definitely a big commitment. Do you feel like a lot of your job requires you to be social and you have to then balance that with training as well? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of my job is social, but you know, being a fashion model and influencer, working for Social Acceleration Group, I'm you know, I am quite social anyway in those aspects. Like I'm usually, you know, out and about running to meetings, going to, you know, a job, wherever it is. So yeah, you have to be social, but I feel like that's with anything, right? Networking is very important in any career or industry you're in. PR is such like an unknown, a lot of people don't know anything about PR, you know? I, I didn't know anything about it until I got a PR person, you know? Like it was just like, <laughs> there's so many, I don't, it's just like, it's a bizarre industry that a lot of people like want press, but they don't know how to go about it. So how many people work at Social Acceleration Group and do you plan on growing? We do plan on growing. Um, we are scaling right now. Um, we are targeting different cities across America and we currently have five to 10 employees.